0: The Suffering Podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any other major podcast platform. Please subscribe and like to get the latest episodes as soon as they drop. You can also find our latest episodes at thesufferingpodcast.buzzsprout.com. Feel free to comment. We may read your comments on future podcasts and even reach out to you for a future guest spot. Like and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search for The Suffering Podcast. Here you'll see links to episodes, updates, and inside information on how to achieve greatness through the joy of suffering. We are proud to introduce the Dented Development Project. In conjunction with the Suffering Podcast, the Dented Development Project is a nonprofit 501 501c3 with a mission. That's to help first responders and their families repair dents caused by suffering. Visit us at denteddevelopmentproject.com and get involved today. Helping us means that we can take care of those who take care of us. Sit your, ass, Sit your down, ass down, down, down. Sit your ass Sit your down, 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 down. Let's talk about, Let's talk the, talk suffering. about the suffering. It's time, it's time to stop the pain. pain. Sit your ass, Sit your down, ass. down, down. Your ass, Sit down, your ass down and strap, and strap in, in. This, is gonna oh, this is gonna hurt, this is gonna, this hurt. gonna hurt, let's talk about the suffering, suffering. it's time to start the pain, this is gonna this hurt. Is It's time time for The Suffering Suffering Podcast. Podcast. Welcome to The Suffering Podcast. Each episode, we walk you through how suffering is the way to sustainable success and the path to greatness. So sit down and strap in. This is going to hurt. Let's talk about the suffering. All new Suffering Podcast gear is here. The show depends heavily on our supporters to get the word out. Let people know that suffering is a team sport and no one is alone in their struggles. Wearing the Suffering Podcast merchandise accomplishes that goal. Check out our store at thesufferingpodcast.com or check our show notes for the link. Your support and love means everything to us. Caffeina is now part of the Suffering Podcast family. We all need a boost of energy from time to time. Rather than reach for that fifth cup of coffee or grabbing a sugary, chemical-laden energy drink, choose the better alternative. That better alternative is Caffeina. Caffeina is a delicious caffeine and electrolyte-infused spring water that is microfiltered for purity. It's a delicious and refreshing natural energy drink that delivers the most vital of elements to us, and that's water. There is no aftertaste, no chemicals, and no sugar. Caffeina is a perfect source for pre- and post-workout, morning or afternoon pick-me-up, or just something refreshing to quench your thirst. Caffeina is listed as Amazon's Choice on Amazon.com, and that comes with free shipping. Just search Caffeina, C-A-F-E-I-N-A, or check out our show notes for the link. Put a little pep in your step while still feeling good about the products you put in your body. Stay hydrated, stay awake, stay healthy with Caffeine. And we're back for the conclusion of the other side of suffering. Do you see how fast that concludes? Listen, man. Big time. One week just flew by like man, that. I feel it was, I was amazing. Just here,
1: I was right just here yeah, yesterday. Yeah, man. How was the <laughs> ride up today? Good? It was good. It was <laughs> good. good, man. It was good. Mike <laughs> drove. He's you know, He's got the badge. So we well, don't have to was, worry about the speed limit. It was raining the last time you're here. <laughs> yeah, now the yeah, sun's yeah, out. It's yeah, probably yeah. easier to a get lot here. A better. Exactly.
0: You're learning from guys who have been there and done that. My opinion is we see this in, in law enforcement. When somebody goes through, goes through a critical incident, You're not going to listen to a dog walker. You're going to listen to a cop who's been there.
2: You know, I got to interrupt you on that. We were actually talking about this on the way up, Stewie and I. Would you have a whole fucking podcast?
3: (laughs) that? No. I, we, Every, did. We, we did. You we know, did. We talked about we, this on the way up. No, talk, we, we
1: did. But we lot of We, we laughed about a, like thirty five
3: minutes. You only live about a half hour away. No, no. Would no. you ride around the block a couple of times? Or were you talking when you were stealing shit out of Kevin's garage? Did you? Did we, you we, least, we were casing places out. Did,
0: did you at least put the GoPro like I asked in the beginning? In in, in the car? So I you should. Could right? Oh, fucking hey, right. You yeah, didn't? but then I
2: got to the signing papers. You, you you know this is too much. This is all
0: legal shit, dude. Not like anybody's going to be able to understand what the hell was being spoken about in that car. We we understood each other. But, you know, like, you were talking about police officers
2: and knowing Stewie and and what he's done for a a lot of people, if Stewie's called to somebody that's, you know, out of control or whatever it is, they're more scared of Stewie than they are the cops, honestly. Like, oh, my God, Stewie's coming. Let's hide. Like, he's he's that impactful. But that's a respect thing, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Because he's... Changed a lot of people's
0: lives, and we were talking about that, you know. And it's not violence, right? Please, to, no. To explain. It's just I respect, got, here, here, here's, respect. Here's, here's, But it's it's like your parents. Here's saying an example. I'm, dis- yeah. I'm disappointed yeah. in you. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's
1: like mommy saying, "I'm going to get daddy now," yeah. like that. Ah, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what it's like. Like I got a friend in Rhode Island, big time, multi. Their house, they lived in, in Newport, Rhode Island, right? Nicholas Cage, I think, was down the block. His house was like a shack compared to this guy's house, right? <laughs> so the son is a good friend of mine. He he was a, a trader, a Wall Street trader. Fell off since then. He's doing good now. Working a humble job. I'm proud of him. He's doing well. But at the time, he the father would call me up. Stu, come out here. Get down to the house. Stay there. We're going to have an intervention tomorrow. <laughs> so the kid sees me. What does he say? <laughs> like, we're talking. He goes, we're sitting there in the kitchen. He goes... I knew it was bad once I saw you, still. <laughs> you know, I mean? you know he whole family was there with an intervention. He walks in like the like, godfather. It's like, uh, like I, you know, like I'm the guy, uh, you know, and I pride myself on, listen, if you're done, I'll die for you. And that's the reality. Like you guys do, I'm sure, with a lot of law uh, cops or whoever's going to it. Yo, if you're serious, let's go to war. If you're not serious, I'm not the guy you should be speaking to because, you know what, I got a daughter home I could spend time with. Yeah. Don't take me away from that. If you're serious, I leave my daughter, my wife. My wife always says, "I wish you stood home a little while. But you know what? If you're serious, I'll go because that's what God wants me to do, and I believe that with all my heart. I'm supposed to be a servant. We're here to serve. There's no doubt about it.
0: You're walking the halls in rehab. You're learning all these different things. Can you pick out one of those tools that you learned in rehab where it, it, something that clicked in your head where you think maybe this is how I, oh, I can do it this time?
1: Without a doubt, is is that it's like probably being a lifer in prison. You have to accept. You're in prison. I've spoken. Uh, Surrender. I spoke Surrender. In, yeah, I've spoken to Trenton State to Life as group. It's like they just, they accept it. They're in here. And, and you got to accept that. Listen, this is going to be. See, people get, you know, the misconception is you just stop drinking and you're good. No. You have to change your life. Right. You have to accept that. You know what? This is going to be a lifestyle now.
0: You, you built your life. There's certain aspects of your life you build around drinking, whether you think you did or oh, not. To oh, you go, to, you got yeah. a bar. Yeah. Well, yeah. well yeah. what do you do at a bar? You don't yeah. fucking play yeah. checkers,
1: without a doubt. In the corner. You build your life around a corner and all the guys hanging out, all going to be out of the garbage can. You build your life around those type of situations. You love it. You know what's going to be there. You know what to expect. So now you really don't know what to expect. You're sober. But the beauty of it is like in our area, a lot of people know me. They know everybody. You have, you have a network. Mm-hmm. If you're my friend, you have, I have rehabs that call me all the time. When people are coming out, they'll call me and they'll be like, hey, still, this guy's, all right, go, give me the number. We talk. I say you try to like make somebody feel comfortable. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, the bottom line is you have to accept it as this is going to be my lifestyle now. I'm 21 years old. I'm not hanging out. I can't hang out in boss. Hoboken was still Hoboken back then. Tell them about the peers and all that stuff down Absolutely. there. What that we used did. to be like. It
2: was wines of cars and drinking. and
0: Well, so let me explain, let me explain people. Hoboken. People who go into Hoboken now, and you're looking at $2,500 for the, the shittiest apartment you could possibly A get closet? in Hoboken. A closet, yeah. right? <laughs> That wasn't Hoboken that you guys are talking about. No, no, that Hoboken was parts of Hoboken. To my, the best of my knowledge, was some of it was a dangerous the Hoboken place.
1: Hoboken. I grew up when people call uh, uh, old Hoboken like a lot of people would be sarcastic about it. Oh, so that was old Hoboken practice. Hoboken practice was my grandmother going sewing in factories. We had tons right. of factories. It was guys around the corner on 30 of them hanging out. Mickles' friends, all, all an older crew, all shooting dope, just hanging out in beach chairs burnt down houses, drug dealers all over Madison and Monroe Street, bookie clubs on the corners, the, the gangs, the Alkies, the Boriquas, all hanging out with beers with your jackets on. It was like freaking West Side story to yeah, it. It was, me. It really it was, was. crazy. <laughs> it was just it was like you I would never want my daughter to grow up in hobo when I grew up in
2: right. never. If my dad was a hobo, you know, there was a older
0: crew. It was it was just Wait, wait you, wait, you say that again? Your dad was a hobo? Hobos?
1: Yeah,
2: it was uh like a, a crew. group, like a You'd like, fucking have a stick with like a like with a, no, with a pout not like t- that. riding the rails. No, it, it was it was like just like what he was talking about, the gangs, but during his time it was like older. Ho- you know, we had hobo seniors, hobo juniors, and it was Crews that fought and you know they stuck together, and that's how we grew up.
0: Like, you <laughs> was fought. there a lot of dancing in the streets? With
2: nah,
1: it no, just, there, there was
2: no
0: <laughs> dancing <laughs> <Right.
1: Warriors. laughs> when, you're,
2: when you're a jet, uh, maybe like uh, bat hitting, but not 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 you know, no dancing. Now, let
1: me tell you, the, the, the cops back then didn't have easy jobs. You were coming uh-huh. in parks, you would, you know, you were prepared, you know, like this could be going down, like right now, and everybody I respect that was the thing. Everybody, I respect it was a different. You know, you don't want to start getting to what's going on today, but it was a different world back then. When I got my ass beat, I knew it was coming. Listen, okay, I knew it was coming. I get it.
3: Most people who got their ass beat back in the day deserved
2: it.
1: Thank you. I know I did. They
2: deserved it. <laughs> you no, know, then, then you'd get your ass beat, and then you,
3: by All the
1: time parents. you get home, they yeah. would they would yeah. know yeah. because yeah. everybody
2: talked, yeah. and then you catch another one. And, and you
1: had so much <laughs> love from the town. A guy like Richie Colcher, would. I was so drunk one day with a football helmet playing tackle on the street. I had a bottle in it. Took me home. Said, "Here, put him to bed, please." You no, know, so it was a big family. A big family. Awkward, yeah, you yelled, very, you fought very, cop yeah. or no cop, but it was love. It was love. It was different. It was different, you know? And that's the one thing about the town, too. It was love, man. Everybody, you know, you can't find that no more, man. So
2: whether, whether you were doing good, bad, in between, we still, we always stuck together. And, and, I mean, that's just for us. You know, I'm sure everybody grew up in different communities, but...
1: Well, Baldwin was one of a kind. I believe everybody should have had the experience. There's no doubt about it because as far as race, racism went and all that stuff, you grew up you you and your friend who was black South, you and your friend who was Puerto Rican South. We always laughed. A comedian said one time, it's so hot in Bingy's house all the time, the mother's cooking on the stove. He <laughs> said he looked up one time and he saw Jesus on a cross, wipe his face on his shirt. It was <laughs> <laughs> but it was like you knew everybody's culture, so you knew what to expect. Yeah. There was no surprises. You knew everybody. It was great, man. It was great. It's a different world now, like you said. With, where
0: where you, know. you grew up, and I think that's—I know it was certainly when I, when I grew up. It's if you were an asshole, you were an asshole. It didn't matter but what I, c- no. what color you were. We all had friends of different races, different colors. We judged each other on how we tr- he got, we got treated rather Thank than you. the color of their skin. I, exactly. I say it all the time. You
3: can't choose your race. You can't choose your ethnicity.
0: You could choose to be an asshole. Exactly. Although if I choose, if, if I had to choose. I'd choose Irish. I'd re up every year. <laughs> you don't know any better.
3: <laughs> hey, I'm half
0: Irish. I could say that. Yes. <laughs> you Stu, you say that we're going to have problems. Yeah.
1: I say no. I'll go have Puerto Rican.
0: <laughs> but what do you think? I, you think I married an Italian for no other reason than the jokes and the bust balls? out? got to eat, bro. Yeah. The food. <laughs> that's another thing. The
1: cooking was almost there. The Ooh. cooking with grandma was the best, the best. I miss those days.
0: <laughs> you come out into this new environment in hoboken and it's a probably a hoboken who, that you hadn't seen for close to 10 years because your eyes are now clear the minute you get out i'm sure the temptation was there to go back it
1: was it was it was new but it wasn't that new it was 91 it was getting there now it was 85 was when the big you know basically burning people out of their homes like that and i knew you know it was bad yeah it was bad i come out i get a phone call my mom said the girl somebody called me Maritza was her name and uh I said, oh, really? So back then, we had no cells. You had no beepers at the time. You know, you waited for the phone to ring. I said, I'm at home, I'm 21 years old. Hey, how you doing, So, You want to come hang out? Where are you guys? We're down by the water. I said, okay, so what are you doing? Oh, we we'll drink and smoke a little weed. I said, nah, then maybe tomorrow. I can't, boom. So now I'm starting, it's really starting to hit me now. I can't, you know, people got to understand. Listen, I, you know, you have to, I stood away from women for like 10 months. I couldn't go out and I was afraid. I didn't want to go on a date. I didn't want to. Jeopardize what I had because I felt it. I said, "Stu, this is, you got it now."
0: Well, you put that. You, Don't you're put trying this to back. You're trying to keep yourself out of those yeah, situations. Yeah,
1: yeah, you got to be. You have, you have to have remove to, yourself. You have to. You yeah. have no choice. So that's what I said. It's a lifestyle change. You know, and and that's a lot of you thing know? about
3: addicts. And, and, and they tell you you have to get out of your environment. Mm-hmm. You know, coming out of rehab, just relocating back to Hoboken it had to be tough at that point.
1: People placing things is a big saying, right? Here's here's the friend My mother says, "Do me a favor, so get one of your friends." i ain't gonna say no names. He says, let's "Go, let him get the get the couch out of the apartment." Okay, We're at my friend? We'll get there. Come on, let's get the couch. He's like, "You mind if I do this?" It was like the devil was right there. He said, "It was a it was a cocaine cap." I said, no, "Go ahead, man, go."
0: You have to. I guess you have to be okay with. I was saying mad. That, yeah. I was mad about it though. I was right. mad. Don't,
1: I'm your boy. Don't do that. Right. I, you, well, you know why I just came. You from. know what I went through. Have a little respect. You know uh, what I'm saying? Why? Because right. I don't. I'm not saying you don't do it, but don't you do it in front of me. Right. I mean, come on. He did it. Took it down. I said, "Well, that ain't my friend." And that's how you roll, man. You know what I mean. You got listen in this thing. You can't be nice if you're like you guys. You know, you're out there. Something's coming at you. You, you got you got to pick and choose. I got to make a move now. I'm not gonna be sitting around. Oh, he's kind of okay. No, you have to you cut him off. That's it. Goodbye. And right. you keep moving forward because not it's ne- positive people. It's you know? a negative
0: thing in your yeah, life. Well, it's kind of like the same reason I won't Eat go into shit. a room with Jessica Alba. Because I don't want to cheat on my wife. So I refuse to get in that room with Jessica Alba, even though she's asked me numerous times to do it. I can't. Listen, I don't don't put myself myself in dangerous situations.
3: (laughs) Jennifer Aniston. There you go.
0: (laughs) I could sit in a room with her all day long and just uh, fart, do everything I can. (laughs) I get nothing for that. The girl's like a dead fish. You don't you don't know the dreams I've had about that. <laughs> she ain't no dead fish. <laughs> uh, so you, you got now you start making these new friends. And when when do you hook up with this guy, become like friendly, friendly with him. When did I? Yeah.
1: Oh, we were young. And, and, and
0: why did you? Yeah, well, that that's the follow up question, That Like, why? <laughs> we went
1: to San Diego, know, trip. <laughs> 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 no, we when, went, you, listen. You went, did you
0: say you went to San Francisco with him? San Diego. San Diego. I knew it. Oh, I don't know. San I Francisco. knew it.
1: San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> they, walked, they walked into the Blue <laughs> Oyster Bar one
2: night. <laughs> 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 no, we went with some crew there. <laughs> oh,
1: no, I, well, me and Mike, I tell you what, we go, over, like I said, he was a good athlete, young. That's how we basically knew each other. That's how you basically got respect. Being young was being an athlete. I mean, you know, in the street, at least. You know, we hit it off when we were younger, man. We just, you know, we kept it going. You went, did you go to Hudson Catholic, man? I don't remember. I you freshman? Year, yeah. I went there for four months. Yeah. I was gone. So yeah. I, I, I bailed out of high school. And from there, we just kind of, we didn't, we didn't. talk much after that because well, I was. We always I saw I was full each blown. Other, yeah. I was full blown on the street. You know what I mean. And then
2: softball. Later
1: on, man. later on with softball. Later on with just me. life. When he became a cop, I was around town always working. Then I'd see him on jobs. We, we had the conversation on the way over. I said, Mike, I didn't really like cops when I was a kid. To be honest, with you. I was getting beatings left and <laughs> right. But I said, I started seeing my friends become cops now. Right. So like. Cops are my boys. Cops are you. So you you get a new respect. Don't forget, when I was a kid. I was mm-hmm. a rowdy kid. And all the cops were on playing back then. They smacked off the... Bam! Nice stick. A tough, whatever. Was you, a getting, tough kid, tough you were getting to, beatings. You, were getting beatings, man. Yeah, oh, you yeah, were getting beatings. Okay. back. and all that. Yeah, you were getting. They weren't playing. They know, and, and in the head, and you did not want to go to headquarters because that was going to be the, that was going to be the next stop where the beatdown was coming. The you know what I mean? So it was like They had a gauntlet. You had to face on them like that, but then you start to see your boys become cops. You're right. like, "Yo, oh, that's my man, man. Come on, man." And, and you take on a different light. Like, it's, and then you know when Mike, I believe, when he got on the job, we became. Got even closer with friends I worked around town all the time. We always see each other. It was always a laugh and. But that's softball, probably like your father. You know?
0: It's probably how your father's generation was with the police as well, because their friends who they grew yeah, up with exactly. on, were probably exactly. on the PD.
1: My uncle Angelo was was a, was a not a detective. And Uncle Angelo was a shakedown So, Uncle Angelo used to be like, Come on, I need that money for the steak dinner. Ask him about Angelo Catalano. <laughs> I need that money for the steak dinner. There was no steak dinner, come. He was a he was just that guy, man. He was ruthless, come. He yeah. was but you know. Like listen, and and though, like, cop or no cop, like you said, are you a good guy or are you an asshole? Period we, End of we story. were the same people. Doesn't matter what kind of job not, you got. We same, Who are you? That's it, right, the bottom line. Yeah. But we always got along me and Mike. And then yeah, and then like at this uh, stage of the game, like I went through some tough times and yeah. you know,
2: I knew I respected Stewie so much that, you know, I didn't reach out. I tried, but I knew I was at a point where I had to do this myself. And I knew he would have been there and guided me in the right direction, but I knew I had to do things for myself. I mean, there's times I I might have spoken to him. And as a, as a police officer, you don't, you don't want to let people know that you're going through this or you're going to a, an, an AA meeting, so forth and so on. But we can't. It's shame. Right, we right. You can't and,
3: because that's when, and we and talk about it all, would, all
2: the time on this because that's when you show weakness. Right. You'd reach out to Stewie and, you know, he, he was, he might say that he's helped a lot of people. He does take those phone calls, but you got to get to the point in your life that, hey, look, that's it. You know, and I'm sure if I did reach out, he would guide me. But, you know, it was, I guess I was embarrassed, you know, around Stewie. We had, we were very, we had a mutual respect for each other. Was, and we have
1: friends that you could have went to. I could have right. said, "Yo, talk to, go talk to Mike. Right. It's easier for you to have access right. to him." You know what I mean? See, I, I would feel more comfortable to, you know with I
2: mean? him yeah. than you know. It, it was just time, you know what I mean. And right. it wasn't like I was doing it.
0: But know, does that offend you, Stewie? As one of your friends who knew knows what yeah. you've gone through? Where, hey, listen, bro, it's good. It's not I, offend. I'd is, have to offend find is myself. maybe a, offend is a maybe a, a tough word. It's like, hey, listen, man, I, bro, I've gone through this stuff. I know, I got some tools. I can help you out yeah. with some tools.
1: And without a doubt with that, but on the flip side, you can't chase nobody. Right, you can't. They ain't done, they ain't done.
2: And you know, no, that's that's, a good good. that's point. the point. You know, I mean, can't chase can give help if they don't want nah, it. That's a good nah. point. I'm not going to chase them. Right. People only chase. see you for that bad portion in your life. Like, you know, I'm still who I am. You know, I just got sidetracked and I'm, I'm still a good person, good-hearted person. But people see you like, wow, okay, he, he went through this and Mike messed up. Oh, my goodness, you know, but... You know, I, I came out on the other side, and now I'm not that person. You know, and I mean, he he could tell you. I mean, he's he's well known all over the place.
1: About to so. carry and Mother down four flights, the elevator yeah. was out in City Hall. He was his mom, always there. His yeah. mom My worked mom with us had in like City Hall. Yeah, she had like a bone popping out of her. She was smoking a, a stove. Come hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mean, about what the fuck was that? She came from, falling down the stairs. Stay away. I said, oh shit. I see your mic. Your mother just fell down the stairs. She always called for Stewie. We carried it down I, four stories. Yeah. My like, mother would
2: wow. fall all over town. And, oh, Mike, you got
1: to go down to a second mo- and Willow. Mo- uh, your
2: mother's down. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, and somehow oh, what Stewie what was always there. I
0: said, still, look, look at I, this.
1: All so. days the elevator's not working in City Hall, four stories. We carried she was a, it down. a tough She was a tough cookie. cookie. Wow.
0: Well, when, when did you start to get your life back together?
1: I would say when I got sober, but you know, I struggled in the beginning, like work wise and stuff like that. I was just bouncing around. I always say the biggest mistake I ever made was not going into the service from age 21 to 25. To a, I loved the physical part of it. Mm. I loved all of it. And I had fit. My dad was in, the, was in the army. My grandfather served. My dad's dad, my grandfather, he was a fighter pilot in the service. He was big time, dude. I, I loved it. I loved everything it represented. But I was like, I didn't know what I, I was. Listen, when you pick up, Your mentality is the same as when you get sober. Mm -hmm. So I'm 21. I'm 12 mentally. Where am I going? I couldn't make decisions yet for myself. I was like, I just killed. I never heard that one, but it Makes sense. It's true. When you when you pick up, you start your mind. You start the growth in your mind. There's no doubt about it. You stop the process of growth, and now forget all the LSD and and the BCP (laughs) BCP. that I did. I think it it hurt a little bit. I mean, come on, and the weed. I mean, come on. So uh, anyway, (laughs) so. I started doing okay. And then career wise, I was always working with my hands in the construction field, and I started doing that. And I just started picking up steam. Started my own business in construction. You know, you know I did all this stuff, and I just kept going and going and going. My friend went to acting school in the neighborhood, Max, in uh, 96. So I, I was like, ah, come on, Max, you really real done. And I always loved the theater and all that stuff. I always wanted to act. So I took an acting class in 04, and I really started getting a love for yeah, it. Then I had my doing daughter. Great. You know, my daughter was born, I pulled back a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. My daughter was born on a student the whole nine, just playing softball and all that stuff. So it's really awesome. My second wife, I was married once in recovery and didn't work out and I got remarried. And I was blessed. My daughter right now was like, hey, typical kid, you couldn't ask for nothing more. Right. It's amazing.
0: You're in this place. You wouldn't have appreciated this place as much had you not gone through that.
1: No, I agree. One time I hit my knees, I said, God, let me tell you right now. I said, we'll do a one for one right now. You can take me now. Give my daughter a normal life. Right, you know what I mean? It's like my daughter just got done playing softball. She got the winning hit in the first game. It's amazing. Everything is regular. Starts playing. She's with a friend. She's hanging out. We hawking with this girl from the softball team outside. It's awesome. Typical kid. What else can you do but love the kid? It's a There's lessons, there, there's there's man. There's lessons. I
0: always say there's a reason for everything because I, I think every yeah. every new parent realizes no matter what that child comes out in, no matter what the child's perfect. So they're perfect just the way they are. And
1: by the way, she's in recovery. Fifteen years, my wife. Your wife doesn't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, girl, yeah. <laughs> no, she'll listen. Believe be <laughs> it. Like she'll be like this. She'll be like this. Like that <laughs> mother. She's got the. She, your wife's cup. gonna take notes. <laughs> That's how I met my second wife. How's that? Wow. L- look at that! Alyssa got busted with five ounces on a conspiracy charge. That's how I met her. I know her all my whole life. Are you nuts? Right. Are you freaking? You got to go home and live with this woman. What is the matter with you, Liz? Hide the package. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <where does> he <laughs> is it. Don't play this for nobody. She's gonna go. Don't play this. That, and, and, and you know what the blessing is? My parents I, are gonna you see, listen. You see how I talk? We talk like that in front of my daughter. I don't. There's no secrets in my life. That's one thing about me. I'm real. The way you see me now is the way you see me everywhere. I don't change for nobody. I don't have to. You know why? Because I know I'm living right. Hiding, you know what I mean? Hiding,
0: I'm a big believer you can't hide your deficiencies in front of your kids because exactly. one day they're going to find out. Without a doubt. And they're going to say, well, they're, then they're going to get curious. But if you're open about it, I did this thing with my my oldest. So I knew what I was like growing up. I had a mouth like a truck driver. I, the difference is I would never say it in front of an adult because I'd get a back of a hand. From the time my son, this is probably going to get me. Investigated by Dyfus, but what the fuck? <laughs> so from the time my son was young, the first time I started doing it, his favorite word was shit fuck. Well, gee, I wonder where the hell he learned that one from, you know? So I started saying to myself, he's going to say these words. He's going to be around his friends saying these words. So I'm going to allow him to say whatever he wants around me. And I'm going to teach him that these are the words that you only use around daddy. Hmm. And here's how you say them in front of everybody else. So ass, well, heine but, you know, things like that, it worked out really, really well with my oldest. <laughs> but to this day, I'm sure my, my oldest, I mean, he's he's only 11, but I'm sure he said stuff. But never once, I because God, I'd beat his ass if a parent ever came to me and said, hey, your son's got a horrible mouth. Because I got that curiosity out, just like, you know, you gave your kids little sips of beer and things like that. You get that curiosity out. Parent comes up to you and says, your son's got a bad mouth. Where the fuck did he get that <laughs> from? <laughs> 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 like little about. three-year-olds running around going, shit, fuck, shit, fuck, shit, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you can't say that, man. You can't, you can't, come on, dude. You're going to get taken away from me.
1: It's hysterical. Everybody thinks my daughter's so well-mannered. She's out, She's in the house running, bossing to me and Alyssa around like crazy. Come, get me this, man. Get me this. Hurry up. And it's like, where did this kid come from? Before you wanted to talk, now you can't get her to shut up. It's like, holy moly. Do it. but awesome <laughs> awesome on the other side
0: you get you get sober what got better because i'm assuming your life got a hell of a lot better huh. almost immediately so what changed immediately for you i like the story with the girl you couldn't go out it, it, which kind of sucks i mean uh, nah, nah, every I
1: mean, young, young guy's like trying to get it's a little like, action it's not like i couldn't but yeah. it's like and I, and I school young guys on that today i'm like you gotta watch who you hang out with, man. You you with a girl. Listen, if she's drinking you know, all right, if she drinks casually. My first wife drank casually. I didn't care. It's not, it's not, but if the girl's partying, she's getting like these guys, you know, the kids today, they pull out those one those hit one hitters, whatever they have the weed and all that shit. Uh, they can't bat, be, bats, yeah, right? you can't be cool. around that all the time with kids. You know, they're smoking and now it's legal. They're walking around it's crazy. I told the cop friend of mine, the I said, cop, they could just smoke out walking down the street like nothing. This is okay. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man.
3: welcome to New Jersey. Well,
1: yeah. What changed, what changed immediately was like a- uh,
0: Clarity of thought?
1: I didn't want to do it anymore, man. Yeah. The, the obsession was gone. That's what changed. Yeah. My mind, yeah, without a doubt, clarity. My mind wasn't there no more. I wasn't like, I had the obsession was lifted for me. I had no urge to be a part of that lifestyle no more. That was ASAP, day one, even before I went to rehab.
0: But what came into place? You don't just stop being an addict.
1: What came, what came into place was structure. Structure came into play. Started working with other alcoholics and addicts. So I surrounded myself with people. In right
0: there. Right See, there. Yeah, See? I was just going to say that. An addict is an addict. You don't just one day decide no. not to be an addict. No. You have to find a new addiction.
1: Yeah, because you can stop. Like you're saying, God gives me the shovel, but I got to dig. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's not, okay, he did me the blessing of taking, a, showing myself that day, like I told you, in the car window. Now he took the obsession away from me. But you know what? I have to do certain things to feel good. Right. Prayer. Okay. Fate came into place, all this good stuff, and he put all people into my life. Then you start attracting healthiness. Once you're living that way, you know, and then basically that was it, man. It was just I just became a different person. I I never wanted to be. And no, don't get me wrong, I I still got mad and angry. You still have those quirks, but I mean, after a while, you start to work. It took me all these years later to, to stop being a lot calmer in my life and letting and be more understanding. You know what I mean? It, it takes time to build.
0: Do you ever I mean, fall off? Never, never not, fall. Not off. In
1: the last thirty years, no.
0: You that's that's amazing. No. Everybody has their moment.
1: If I fell off, I wouldn't be on the show right now. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be life for me to say I had 30 years sober. Right?
0: But it's okay to fall Never. off. It's not okay to fall off. Well, it's, it's how you pick yourself back you up. If you
1: fall today, like I talk to kids a lot of times, while if I was speaking to rehab, I, I was speaking last Saturday in a place called Gray Monster. I said, the drug dealers wanted us to come back back then. They were our friends. Today you die. Yeah, they they acted like they were. your friends. Yeah, yeah, acted like it, but you, but they really were our friends. We grew up with them, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, but like but like today you die. Yeah. They, I I thought the name of the game was to make money and have people coming back. Today you do a bag of fentanyl, fentanyl. and you die. Right. And I tell I spoke to a kid that was on my little league team. The parents asked me speak to him. 14 years old. They're putting fentanyl in the weed. You die. You think you're smoking a joint. Right. And I, t- I told the young kids that a lot of my little league team. I speak to them. I said the pitfalls is when you're dating that girl and then she pulls it out and says, "Ah, come on, what are you afraid of? You know what I mean? It's like it comes in every mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. You have to be careful. And what what immediately changes? I, I wanted to be of service. I wanted to help people. I, I felt like you know what I can contribute. You know what I mean? So you've, tons of things changed. But
0: then it's a tons self, of It's changed. a self fulfilling prophecy because well, no if you're if you're teaching people. That path that you walked, right, right. and how to get better, and how to how to maintain that yeah, stuff. I have to live it now. Now you have to live it, you have to live it because it. Yeah. you don't want anybody yeah. to see. Yeah, have to live it. Yeah. I'm teaching. You yeah. know, I practice what I preach. I'm teaching you. How can I show that? That's that's pressure. Yeah, that's oh, pressure. Yeah. And my
1: first wife was helpful. I've got to always thank her because you know what? I was a 21 year old kid, and we started dating when I was like 22. But it, it took that away from me, where I had to go out and look for women, and you know what I mean. And it was you know it was it was comfort for me. She lived in a different town. She'd come. We'd hang out on the weekends. You know, it was nice. That I had that for as long as I had it. She, you know, she helped me out a lot, too. I got to give her a shout-out for that. But you know what? I met my true love right now, my second wife, and I got my blessing from helping so many people. I heard what happened to her, and I sought her out. And I was like, what's going on, man? So we talked as friends, and we were always friends. And it started as friends, and it, it stays as friends. You know what I mean? Today, we i to get married, have my daughter. And you helped her so get sober, it. though. Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely, yeah.
0: So, so yeah. what you're saying is she owes you. Do you hear that? She knows You, that. you... Don't uh, say that. Don't say that. You... <laughs> I ain't saying that. He said it. Listen.
1: Forever. <laughs> but out of that, what did I get? What, it, and, done, you know you've what the done beauty?
2: much more. I mean, even but, now, what you're doing. But you know
1: what the beauty of it is? It always keeps changing. Why? I got the best in-laws. I just... God keeps just blessing me, man. It's you... a blessing on top of blessing on top of blessing. No, I was just going to say, I'm just getting involved now, if I can plug it, with a <laughs> rehab halfway uh not halfway I was rehab um detox, uh, outpatient program, just get involved with in town. I'm really starting to be put on, like, a different level to be blessed, to be like – and I like to chase. Like, I like the challenge of getting people going there. I always like to hustle. Me, personally, is in life, like, you know – That's
0: finding a new mountain. Yeah, well, I, was, I just going to say that, I that, love
1: that, it, man. It's that's like,
3: channeling your addiction. Yeah,
1: it, it – Now like, your
3: addiction is helping people.
1: No shit. It pulled wind in my yeah. sales, like, this new venture going on and stuff like that. So it's, like, cool. awesome. I get to chase this now and bring people in. And these two awesome dudes, like – when you go to these places, they really take care of you. It's like it's, it's different from like I've been to rehab. They, they always want you to come back.
0: So all these good things happen. You get, you're involved with this rehab?
1: Right now, I'm inv- involved with Guardian IOP. We're located in Hoboken at 3341 uh, River Street. It's just starting up. It's a new facility. These guys are awesome. I'm working with now. They have places in Delray Beach. They have a place in Pennsylvania. And they also have a place in New Jersey. The help hotline is, just to throw it out there for everybody, is 877-412-9068. And if you want to hit them up online, it's info at guardianiop.com. So these are real good people. Just to get involved. but If anybody's looking for an outpatient program, inpatient program, or a detox, I can accommodate. We can accommodate any of that.
0: We'll put all those links and all that information in our show notes. So just at the end of each episode, just check out our show notes, and it'll be up there. So you're doing that. Now, I do know you, you got a hell of a voice. You, you can rhyme. Like old Run DMC, old school rap rhyme. <laughs> you're, you're an actor. You're an employee of the city of Hoboken? Yes. You you carry this guy Coach, around with you. Did your back hurt from carrying him so much? No,
1: no, that's the man right here, Mike. I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy Mike's comedy because he's one of like you know I even though he did went through what he went through, but you know we still have the relationship as growing up in the same place and his camp. And like I said, Mike. One good thing about Mike and and I say Bobby too. I'll say his name, Goldie. Always helpful in the community. Big difference. Of you and you guys know, police work. It's police work if you're going to go get, yeah, you're one way, but are you on the back end helping those people to say, hey, this is a human being, let me treat him with a little respect? And I always appreciated that about Mike and Bobby, especially because these guys were always looking out for people in the community, there's no doubt about it, especially anybody who had problems. And Mike would always call me here in SA Still, I think this guy needs a little help, blah, blah, blah. You know, so the relationship was always there. So, you know, he's. What,
3: what about Nikki Burke? He doesn't help people out? He.
1: Come on, let me tell you something. <laughs> I helped a lot of people in my time. You know, um, Stewie's a scum. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you touched a good spot there. <laughs> oh, Nicky's the best. Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> hey, really. Fuck
3: Nick.
0: I can't. <laughs> These guys are a bunch of clowns, Mike.
1: No, no you, got,
3: you got to meet Nikki Burke. You went to a clown? So that's the other
0: guy you went God. to the academy yeah, with that with, you told me. You went me. to the academy okay. with Nikki. Yeah, the and story
1: the story. Lepowski tells me all the time. Who do he call? I forgot. Was it you? Let me ask you a question. What did they want? What did they want on sandwiches? It was like six in oh, a yeah, what? Who did he call? Yeah. Who did he call? It was me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I can't. Yeah, yeah. I so you, you've known him a long time. Uh, I had to do, what, 20, 25 weeks no, or whatever. No, I wasn't he? the with... Talk about it. Talk no, it about was, it.
1: Come on. It was hysterical. Come on. <laughs> How'd he make it through? Nicky was in. Come on,
3: was on. It. No. See, he, Mike See, Mike was fine because he had the military background. Yeah, back. Mike was in Nikki, there. Nicky? Oh. Yeah, back everything back. in the academy is sir, yes, sir,
0: sir, no, no sir. what did he
1: say, comp? No, yeah. Comp yeah. was I, all I, over the place. So I've heard this
0: word several times. Tell me what right. the fuck fuck this word means
1: well I'll it say, sounds nasty i'll say, I'll say my thing uh, and you say your thing comp for me it comes from compadre comp is a word made up in hoboken look in the dictionary it's in the dictionary comp a hoboken based word i got them saying comp in san diego i'm like compay compay so we call each other compy c-u-m-p-y compy as yeah, as a form of respect yeah as yeah, respect that's my compadre you know what i mean yeah. like comp
0: Okay, well now <laughs> it makes a little bit more sense because it sounds like some sort of weird hooker venereal disease. <laughs> no, no. Don't touch her, she's got the comp.
1: She's <laughs> comp, comp. got just, the
0: comp. The
3: two of them, De Palma and, and, and Nikki Burke he used to say that in the academy constantly and it was like
2: He's texted it
3: to De Palma's <laughs> texted it to me. I'm like, What the
2: fuck did you just call me? What'd you just call me, bro? I'm trying to get into your head. I know I, I you, listen, to start
0: saying it. You are in you are in my head because every time you text me, I'm I'm talking the text back with your voice in my fucking head. Yo, all the all the hard R's from your accent and stuff. It's, I think I
2: did one the other day. What I say? Oh, no, God, don't. Listen, I don't I forgot the conversation. If
0: you don't know what you said, how the hell yeah, am I, I going to know it's... what you <laughs> said?
2: <laughs> well, you're the one who writes
1: everything down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you you've gone through you've thirty years sober, man. That's the almost congrac- almost con-
1: October night. God
0: willing, October uh, October, October night. night. If you don't make it, I'm going to find you. If I Don't make it, be
1: messed up, right? Um, no if if you mean.
0: don't make it, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to kick the shit out of you with these two other That's guys fine.
1: here i'm probably go and take me to rehab on top of it. <laughs> I, i've known people who've actually drank after can, you know 20 20 plus yeah, 30 years is enough you know, what the hell plus you know and, and then you can get that idea too you know you yeah. can get that idea if I, too. if
3: i made it for 30 years i could have a couple drinks and make it another 30 years. the difference
1: is what are you doing in between time if i'm yeah. doing what i'm doing now and loving it and helping people i'm always going to do what i'm loving now and yeah. helping it if you're just like on the outskirts and just eh. Just we,
3: doing it to do it. We had a girl when I was in the detective Bureau in her. She was real, real bad drug addict, and we used to lock her up constantly. She finally gets herself clean and sober, and she's, you know, helping out other, you know, addicts and all that, and we used to do an interdiction all the time with Newark. We'd go down to Newark, and we'd just run license plates of people from mm. Bergen County. we followed them back to Bergen mm. County, pull mm. them over there, and saw this girl like four or five times down there. She's excellent. Like, she's all clean and everything. I Meanwhile, it, yeah. she's going down there. She's fucking copping, and she's coming back into fucking town. Doing a couple fucking hits and then telling everybody how good she's doing. It's a yeah, sin. That's it's, 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 it's such
1: a
0: shallow that, life right there.
1: I I'm gonna notice a lot of that with people with pills too today. A lot of people are like doing pills and they're like, yeah, I'm all right, so I'm doing good. As
0: long as you're prescribed. You I, Mike you said know, it on his episode where he says, if you think that stuff's not addictive, it yeah, is no. really Oof. addictive. Now,
1: let me just clarify this. Now, I'm not saying p- pills like people, of course, need to be on meds. No doubt about it. You have to do what the doctor says do that i'm talking about people who are just going they feel a little pain they're like oh i'm gonna do a xanax i'm not a xanax so i'm gonna do a perk i'm gonna do an oxy i'm talking about you guys i'm not talking about the people who need it mentally that's different story you do what you got to do i'm not a doctor but it's i have a tear in my shoulder we were talking about before this. i have knee pain i have lower back pain i have elbow pain i, have, I do physical work every day I take Advils, all right? I'm not going to the kitty to do it. And it's, it's common with people to do this and say, oh, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm clean. Listen to me. For me, clean is clean. If you're, if you're an addict, you're not dipping and dabbing. Eventually, you're going overboard. You're going bye-bye. Mm-hmm. So, you know, bottom line.
3: You see, the pill is you can't smell it. Exactly. You know, like <sighs> they, they, they talk about gambling addiction. someone's an alcoholic, you can smell the alcohol on them. someone smokes weed, you can smell that a mile mm-hmm. away.
0: And Mike and I say this all the time: Cocaine smells awful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love cocaine. I just hate the smell of it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: the
1: sad part is today. The sad part is today. Young kids I know were trying to get cocaine. They got fentanyl. Yeah. Yeah. And the kids living, and kidneys blew up. He's on dialysis in the hospital. Damn. So because he thought he had cocaine.
0: Snorted fentanyl. He's lucky like, he's not dead. That's, that's what just happened to my cousin. Twenty-two. That's he's lucky like he he's died. not dead, man. Fentanyl. No, he's he's a nasty shit. He died, no, he's died. He died. So if you if you could go back in time and talk to your younger self. <laughs> with the experience that you have now, what piece of advice would you give him?
1: The world doesn't hate you. Nobody owes you nothing. Love everybody a little more. Tell people you love them a lot more. You know, be a little more respectful to people. You know what I mean? I, and I would tell them, listen, it's going to be okay. Don't worry, man. Listen, life isn't that bad. It's a journey. I'm a firm believer the journey is what you make it. There's obstacles. But the journey is what you're making, man. Don't beat yourself up. That's what I tell them too, man. Pat yourself on the back once in a while, man. You're a good kid. Don't worry about it. You didn't do nothing to to, to feel this way getting up and going through what you went through as a kid. It was meant to be there. So on the back end, you can help everybody. And I'm a firm believer that. I went through everything I went through to be on this side to help people. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it.
0: Going through the portion of life that I, the darkness and into the light and things of that nature. Here's one thing that I would tell my younger self. I'd say, listen, you fat fuck. No, (laughs) I would tell my younger self the juice is definitely worth the squeeze.
1: Mm, No doubt.
0: Because the longer you live, the more beauty you start seeing in certain things. We're coming to the end of this thing here, and you've been wonderful. It's been at times funny. It's been at times sad. You've lived this... I thought
3: um, they would come back next week too. What's
0: that next week for <laughs> yeah, part we're doing, three? We're doing another <laughs> show. Our <laughs> first,
3: our first ever
0: part three. This is, this is hey, nothing. Just I get like some, mine.
1: when I get some acting jobs, I'm calling to promote them here. So you
0: call, have, it the, absolutely. Play, the
1: plays supposed to be back up and running. Hopefully next year, I'm coming to promote.
0: Yeah, you want some jobs? We'll go out there and break break <laughs> yeah. their knees. Listen, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna agent. <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> give him the the, the part. So I it's I on the arm. I don't care if De Niro wants listen, it. Listen – you're going to give him the part.
1: All you agents, New York City agents, listen to this. I have an agent in Philly. She gets me no jobs. I need an agent. All Joe, right? Call the like... show. Tell them, yo, you want an Italian real actor, East Coast, New York City action? Call me.
3: Joey Tribbiani couldn't get it. <laughs> Call he me. Couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't get work either. <laughs> you know
1: what I'm saying? Come on. I can act. I'm not phony. Yeah, but
3: Kevin Kevin can't be her. You know, he can't represent you because he can't even pronounce your fucking last Chiricella.
1: name. Chirichella. We'll Chiricella. shut it down. We'll Chir- Chir- it cello. I'm going to say it one time. Cherichella. Chir- <laughs> yeah.
0: Cherichella. There you, Stoo- you got him. That's it. That's hey, it. He, just, he just come up and say, hey, hire Stewie. Yeah, come Sto- on, man. St- Stewie Chich.
1: Need an <laughs> <Stewie> agent. <Chitch>. Agent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've seen some of Stewie's stuff. Listen, he's as authentic as possibly can be, and that that short little video. What was the name of it? it was uh, uh, face blind. Face blind. Short face
1: film blind. going into film festivals. Uh, probably this fall.
0: You- you play Officer De Palma. I
1: played Officer De Palma. Gee, I, I wonder where he got nice the De Palma uniform. I was nice enough to have somebody give me a uniform and everything. It was awesome. My boy might <laughs> <my, laughs> hook me up. He even gave me the gun. <laughs> Actually, that's the only thing he missed was the gun. He gave me the, the bullets, the, the, the case and the bullet, but no gun. The guy had to go to his house and get me a gun, me a plastic gun. <laughs>
0: so what do you think this suffering in your life has taught you?
1: I mean, it helps you. You know what? I believe everything you go through in life is a tool. It's a tool to help the next person, period, end of the story, you know. That's it, you know, and and, and know what, we all, and, and for me, as a, I'm a firm believer, we all get our turn. We all get our turn. It's coming. Father Mike used to have a great saying, and I'm going to incorporate it. Hopefully I'll get my one-man one, show, one man show off the ground. Put it in the beginning. He always said it in Italian, but I don't know how to say it. It says, any family who isn't currently carrying the cross, don't worry, one is on the way. You know what I mean. So we're all gonna get our turn. So I remember from you know just from going through what I went through in my life. There was no doubt about it. I wish I could have had. You know, the loving childhood and, and my mom and dad always happy because I start the play off by saying I always wonder what it could have been 50 years later. You know what I mean? I always wonder like could have been, nice, you know. But it wasn't meant to, it, it was what it was. And what I learned always is it's a tool for me. I know I can read, I you know, you guys got the gift of reading people always be on job. I can feel it. You can almost feel somebody what they're going to. I get it, man. You know what I mean? So I have a gift. Of, like I said, making people feel comfortable because obviously I'm familiar with uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. So I can diffuse stuff a little quicker than most people maybe. And I, I just get it. I have a sense of awareness that maybe a lot of people don't have, which I got from coming to that crazy childhood. See, but now, so, if
3: you didn't have that crazy childhood, you might not be the person you are without today. A
1: doubt. Well, you I, definitely I wouldn't be. I believe that 100%. I believe that 100%. My father taught me lessons. Like I said, I wouldn't want to... I don't know. I'm not going to say I would, I would like to have him here, but I wouldn't want him to have died that early. I mean, I wish he could have survived a little longer, but he taught me lessons, man. Well, like, still, like, l- just, he didn't have to say it. Look at what I'm doing. You don't want to be like this, man. This ain't for you, man. You know I But I traveled anyway, but I know he didn't want me to be an at it. but, you know, my grandfather was just like the same way, man. It, they, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't a positive thing. They were just, you know, you felt a negative vibe. You know what I mean? My father was trying to be loving as best he could, but it was tough it was tough for me. You know? so, I, mean, I think
0: all our parents did the best that they possibly could. Yeah, that's could.
1: it. They did the best they could do. Yeah. It's, it's, I always yeah. say to kids, like, you know, when they when they, when they complain about the mom and dad, but how was your mom and dad raised? You know, what they go through? Right, yeah. You know, find that out first before you, you're passing judgment. You know what I mean? You don't right. know.
0: I think we're, the best you thing know. is we try to take the good things, move them forward, and erase the bad things yeah. so they don't perpetuate. Yeah, without doubt. Well, Stewie, I thank you so much for coming in today. That's it. This has been, that's it, man.
1: <laughs> we still got another time. We got that? another 45 minute ride home, oh, on, so we got to
2: do out. another podcast. Let's get out of here, man. <laughs> 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 Give them mic-
3: the microphones
1: <laughs> for the ride home. Come on, <laughs> man. It
0: won't be plugged into anything, it'll just be talking
1: to. <laughs> Let's jam that intro on a way out. Well, let's we, rock that beat on a way out. Rock it. Well, we, we
3: haven't plugged in Mike's uh, we haven't plugged Mike's mic in all the, all the <laughs>
1: He's been off, he's been off know, the whole way. time. Meanwhile he's saying yeah, Mike,
0: but that ain't even gonna be in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm edited. Stewie thanks <laughs> for coming in. Mike De Palma, thanks for coming in and translating. Thank you, guys. Mike Files, another great much show. Much
1: luck, much luck, guys. Love yeah. the show.
0: And Stewie and thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. You're a great guy. Thank you for seeing It's a great story. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Suffering Podcast. Let's talk about all the stuff that we learned today. Escape has side effects. You also have to accept your mistakes. Now, Stewie, he's proved that there is another side of suffering, and we all got to wait our turn, but the most important thing that I like that I'm going to take away from this is the world doesn't hate you. So find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you, Story, for coming in and talking about the other side of suffering. Before you go, I just want to make sure that I got your name correctly, and that's Ciricella. See? That's it. Guys, yeah, well, I got it. I got, it only took it only took two episodes to do it, but I got it. Is Even it, a blind squirrel finds it. <laughs> His
1: Italian wife will be proud. He said that. No
0: Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Suffering Podcast,
1: and everybody have a nice evening.